0: Good afternoon, Morgantown and Abroad, and welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Strange. Each week, we strive to bring you three stories, one good, one bad, and one downright strange. For The Good this week, Huntington City Council supports local union. For The Bad, Tennessee legislation could turn anyone with a gun into law enforcement. And for The Strange, tiny living robots made from frog cells learn to self-replicate. Stay tuned right here at U92 The Moose to hear it all. For News at U92, I'm Francis Egan. In the good category today, a union of steelworkers working at the Special Metals Alloy Plant in Huntington, West Virginia, have recently gotten the support of Huntington City Council. On October 1st, over 450 United Steelworkers walked out of the factory in protest of unsafe working conditions, lack of health care, and length of temporary jobs. United Steelworkers Local 40 Chairman Greg Elkins said, quote, Over the course of negotiations, we've made small moves on their raises and stuff, but as far as healthcare, we're going backwards. End quote. United Steelworkers is an international union of both retired and working steelworkers that started in Canada. Their mission statement claims that their goal is to protect and enforce the rights of steelworkers from Canada, the United States, and the Caribbean. A member of the union spoke at a city council meeting, urging the city council to support the union, as increased wages and health care for its workers would undeniably be a net benefit for the city of Huntington. Council member Bob Bailey said that local representatives should support their constituents, and he voted in favor of supporting the union. The city council passed a resolution that urged special metals to come to the negotiating table with the union. Although Special Metals has not replied yet, and no date has been set for the next round of negotiations, this is still a net gain for the steelworkers and another win for workers' unions, which are the backbone of this country. If you work for a company that you believe mistreats you or your co-workers, read up on your rights as a worker and band together. To read more about this, visit wvnews.com. Moving on to the bad news... In Tennessee, new legislation was introduced that, if passed, would expand the definition of law enforcement to include anyone with an enhanced handgun carry permit. In Tennessee, there are currently 686,348 active enhanced handgun carry permit holders in the state. In order to receive one of these permits, an individual must do two things. Pay a $100 fee and take an eight-hour handgun safety course. In order to take the bar exam to be a lawyer and to be able to accurately apply the law, one usually does about four years of undergraduate study, followed by usually around three years of law school, for a total of seven full years of dedicated education in order to be trusted enough to apply the law in a courtroom setting. So why exactly does it only take eight hours to be trusted enough to enforce the law with a potentially deadly weapon? Many people in this country already feel like becoming a police officer should take longer than it does, given the numerous cop-related problems we've faced as a country in the last 150 years. And now Tennessee wants to make that time frame even shorter. The gun license doesn't require a person to provide any knowledge of the law, or how or when to enforce it. It only provides that you know what a gun is, and which end you should point away from yourself. If that's not a perfect metaphor for American law enforcement, then I don't know what is. Paul Kemp, co-founder of Gun Owners for Responsible Gun Ownership, told ABC News that he believes this legislation is part of a growing trend in the country that is encouraging legal vigilantism. Kemp went on to say, quote, I would find it difficult for law enforcement to distinguish between a civilian with an enhanced gun permit and a perpetrator or person that they want to subdue, end quote. This is a really great point that people don't often think about when they make the argument of the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun. If there's an active shooter event in a public setting and the so-called good guy takes his gun out, other good guys are going to see a person with their gun out and drawn and they're going to assume it's the active shooter. Don't get me wrong, I support the Second Amendment, but people need to be educated before they start swinging pistols around in public. I'll leave you with one more quote from Paul Kemp, which I think is a beautiful way to wrap this all up. Quote, If I'm going to carry life and death in my hands, I'm going to be an expert at it, or I'm not going to do it at all. There is no middle ground. End quote. Hopefully cooler heads prevail, but for now, write to your local congressman and make sure they know your feelings on issues like this. Moving on to the Strange. In March of 2021, scientists created the Xenobots by taking skin cells from the embryo of a frog and putting them in a petri dish to see what they would do. Under certain lab conditions, the cells began to organize themselves into balls and clusters and swim around. Experimentation revealed that the balls, which scientists named Xenobots, were capable of a myriad of different tasks. They could solve mazes, move through tubes, and sweep particles of iron oxide into piles. The bots are even able to zipper themselves back together when they get injured by pulling the cells back together in the right shape. Apparently, they can live for about 10 days without food and can live even longer when fed sugar, although they don't get any bigger, apparently. Scientists are unsure what purpose these xenobots could serve in society, if any. Biology researcher Douglas Blackiston remarked that although the xenobots are made entirely out of frog cells, they look and act nothing like real frogs. Thanks, Douglas. That's going to do it for us here today. Be sure to tune in again next week for the next installment of The Good, the Bad, and the Strange. I've been your host, Francis Egan. Stay tuned right here at U92 The Moose for more news and more great music.